Welcome to Wardrobe Wisdom. My name is Sarah Gale, and I'm the host of this podcast and the founder of Wearing Your Worth. After over three decades in the fashion industry, including judge on Project Runway Australia, coupled with 25 years in the personal development space, I'm so excited to bring to you this podcast where we delve into the psychological relationship we have with our clothes as a way to inform our style and uncover the true power of our wardrobes. My intention for you is that you get to view your wardrobe with a whole new lens. In this series, we'll discover origins of our angst and insecurities in how we dress and how to use our clothes as a transformational embodiment tool to reclaim our authenticity, our true power and beauty from the inside out every single morning when we get dressed. So welcome to another episode of Wardrobe Wisdom. I'm so excited with the guest that I've got on today. Um, her name is Tangeli, and apart from being an awesome human being, she's also a very, very dear friend of mine and also a past client of Wearing Your Worth. So, um, Tanja, welcome. Thank you, beautiful. Thank you so much. And I love you and I love what you do, so I'm so excited to, to share this with everyone listening and watching. Oh, that's so lovely. Thank you. Well, look, as a quick introduction to those who don't know Tangeli yet, Tanja is an international speaker and peak performance coach, NLP master practitioner, trainer, author, and vlogger. She is a mindset specialist who dedicates her time to empowering individuals, leaders, and organizational teams to really realize their full potential in the least amount of time. But on the, on the social side, she's also a very adventurous spirit who's jumped out of planes, snorkeled with giant turtles, worked with Ricky Martin and meditated inside the king's chambers of the Great Pyramid of Giza in Egypt. Oh, my God, I love the sound of that. Love the sound of that. And then probably, I mean, beyond all of that, how can we not go to mention a mother of two teenage girls who sees herself as perfectly imperfect and a consistent work in progress. Oh my gosh. That's one of the things I really, um, I love so much about you, but I love the fact that you're constantly um, open and authentic about being a work in progress. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you. And uh, I wasn't always that way. I was definitely like most of us addicted to being perfect and used to spend a lot of time you know, certainly in my early 20s when I did not know who I was or did not love myself, I would paint on the perfect face and put on what I felt would give me validation and, you know, and I just did not know who I was. And, you know, the older I get and the greyer I get, the more embodied I am. And I still, you know, I don't know who I am, but I, I know that I'm, I know what I stand for. I know what I believe in. And I know I haven't arrived anywhere. I'm just a consistent work in progress. Figuring, figuring it all out along the way, as we say. Oh, I'm on the journey with you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely on the journey with you because it's that's life, isn't it? Yeah. Somewhere along the line, we were fed a story. Well, I'll own it. I was fed a story, mm. which which I bought readily, that said there are there is a way of being perfect in this world and anything short of that means that I don't know how life works. And I spent mm. so many years, decades in that space, mm. trying to work out how come everyone else knows how to live this life and I somehow don't seem to have the rule book. 
yeah, you know, yeah. It was the right of, things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a really weird, I just, and bit by bit, um, and even in my work situations, you know, company by company that I would go to, I would start to see that actually no one really knew what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah, we're all trying to figure it out. But it was such a relief. And I, that's one of the things that took me to the wardrobe purely because I'd worked in the industry for three decades as well yeah. and um, also had 25 years in personal development. So when mm -hmm. my world started to come together, I started to see that, you know, the rule book that we give ourselves around appearance actually infiltrates um, to a negative perspective, how we feel about ourselves on a daily basis. 100%. Oh. And for me, you know, Sarah, from an NLP, for those that are listening or maybe watching the it's neuro-linguistic programming, which is just a fancy term for the relationship between our thoughts, words, actions and results. For me, Sarah, everything is a communication and clothes are a communication and we're either empowered or disempowered we're authentic or pretending uh, we're aligned or misaligned we're congruent or completely off track and you know it's one of the reasons why I love your work because for us I believe for us to be a true and authentic expression of our heart and soul we don't walk around butt naked we do need to express ourselves in the world and clothes and the way we wear our clothes or whether they wear us, the fit, the style, the cut, the colour, the whole thing. It's not about whether it's brands or not. It's about is this a congruent representation of who I am from the inside out? And I love that you are doing this work and it's definitely made a change for me for sure. Oh, look, that's really beautiful. And thank you. You just summed the work up so <laughs> well <laughs> just then. It's like I could just sit back and have my podcast over, actually. <laughs> it's fabulous. And I, and I really love that because when we get it, when we, when, we've, when we have the experiential of it, it's almost, I don't know how you feel about this, but, you know, it took me years of working with myself and it's not as easy to work with yourself, I have to say. Yeah, the no. voices in my head were just mammoth to start with. Yeah. But now that, I, now that I know how important it is to really be congruent from the inside out and the difference that it makes to my life on a day-to-day -day basis, mm -hmm. I cannot imagine going back to the insecurities that I used to feel in it. And that, that feeling of, oh my gosh, such angst every day. And the angst became normalized. Yeah. Do you remember that normalized angst? Yeah, it's just what we believe is, and it's such a limited paradigm. Yeah, totally. So I'd love to, so that we can, um, for the listeners, I'd really love to explore to begin with, like how you, what were some of the hardest challenges for you in your wardrobe, like prior to doing Wearing Your Worth, um, and if you can remember them, and if you can't, because sometimes when I've gone through processes and things, it's hard to take myself back to pre. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I'm really curious to know, like what brought you into the session to begin with? What were some of those challenges that sure. you knew you needed yeah. to face? Well, who brought me to the session was our dear soul sister, Lael Stone. So Lael, thank you, I love you, we love you. <laughs> Uh, she was just like, oh, my God, you're going to love Sarah. You've got to have a session with Sarah. You'll love her, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yep, yeah, cool, I'm in, I'm done. So, however, before that, 
you know, I feel like I had, I feel like I had a relative handle on how to express myself uh, through clothing. I knew I had certain genres or, or uh, flavors that I liked and I knew I had multiple facets of my personality. So I definitely had, you know, a corporate side to my wardrobe, a boho chic side to my wardrobe, you know, an active wear side to my wardrobe. I didn't really, uh, your session and the Wearing Your Worth workshop um, session that we did at my home definitely illuminated, which was one of the gifts, and I know we'll get to this more so, the gaps of myself that I wasn't expressing. And that became absolutely uh, obvious. And then the need to fulfill those desired expressions became paramount as a result of the work. So we can talk more about that. So for me, it, I wasn't one of those clients who had no sense of self or style and my wardrobe was a mishmash. Uh, although I did often have experiences of wearing what and I remember you, you, you know I know you have an extensive questionnaire that you do pre the workshop which really made me think and pushed some buttons and had me dig a little deeper and then you held a beautiful space for me to go even deeper when we were face to face one of the things I did observe and I even see this now is when I look back at pictures of myself either speaking or running workshops or whatever it's like yeah that's not that outfit is not how I feel about myself. And it's a, it's a, a restricted version of me. And so I feel like I was definitely influenced by what I thought I should wear for the occasion versus, now this is actually who I am and I'm going to express myself no matter what it is. I need to make sure it's suitable, uh, you know, for the occasion, but from the inside out rather than from the outside in, if that makes sense. Oh my gosh, it makes so much sense. And I'm so glad you brought that up. Mm -hmm. um, I, I related to, I, I used to feel that same way too, in yeah. the sense of looking at what the external required of me rather than who I was. Like I often say to people, rather than thinking about who we need to be for the outside, mm -hmm. how do we take ourselves to that role rather than the role dictating who we are? Yeah. So and it's like... I was going to say, especially for people that are in more of a leadership role or a public eye or an influential position, like for me, speaking in front of crowds, like, or, or groups, yeah, it's like people by people, not products. People buy into your energy. So if you aren't congruent and fully self-expressed and embodying your true essence, like 100% of it, and you're only compartmentalizing it because you're speaking to a corporate group or a group in real estate and property or a group in banking and finance, then you're just being a splinter of your soul and yourself. And I love that. I yeah. think the like life is too short and we're too miraculous floating on a rock in space to be a splinter or a version or a, a, a veil of ourselves when we can be so much more embodied. And it's not even about the clothes. For me, the clothes enhance and amplify who we are and the message we deliver. Absolutely. And I think the thing with clothing, the thing I found, and I guess being in the industry for so long, um, years ago, was a fact of 
it's almost like what everyone else felt, I felt amplified because the industry can be quite ruthless and, and very uh, much like people really uh, judge you. Right. Like it's like because, yeah, yeah. because it's I mean, Devil Wears Prada often say to people, I worked with people like that. Like <laughs> I actually that was not ever I think some people probably think it was, you know, over the top. Actually, some of that movie was not over the top. This is all. more than a belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> love that. Totally love that. And one of the things I find is that a lot of people clothing is not seen as a communication tool. It's oh, actually, let me reword that. It's seen as something that people see, but it's not seen as an embodiment tool. And I really believe that clothing is a crea conscious creating tool that we can use every morning. Because when you talked about splintering ourselves, unless we allow ourselves to go to a new level of what we, of, of the congruency from inside out to what we wear, we actually don't realize the power of our clothing. We think it's just an external thing. Yeah. Yet I was thinking on the weekend, you know, when we're redecorating a house, I mean, sometimes, you know, I don't know, people might do it for the people who walk through the door. For me, if I'm redecorating my house or a room, like I was redecorating my office, my son came up the other day and said, oh, mom, what you've done with this room is so beautiful. He said, it feels so good in here. He said, oh, you've just brought Sarah into here. And it was yeah, it was beautiful, you know, and, and clothing is the same thing. Now, when we go and do our homes, we think about how we're going to feel in a room. Yes. And when we get dressed every morning, it's the same thing. We want to feel how we're going to feel in ourselves in that each day. 100%. I could, like hands down, yes. Yeah. And having done your process, it's only even more pre prevalent in my life now. And it's it's... You know, I, I think one of the beautiful things that your work does, Sarah, is it brings the unconscious to a conscious level where you then have the power to choose how you feel by virtue by what you wear. And too many of us are feeling the impacts of unconscious dressing or unconscious wardrobe. And we just we not feel off, but we don't know why. When you bring it to consciousness and illuminate and reveal and unearth and embody your style essences, then you are actively creating who you are and you even have the opportunity to work out what percentage of each essence you want to embody more that day it doesn't have to be an equal spread it can be like I oh know I'm going to rock 70% of that one and then honor a little bit more because I don't feel complete unless I have all three elements of my own essences combined so it has a huge influence on how we feel internally how we show up externally, how embodied we are, how clear our communication is. And, you know, it takes people three seconds to judge and assess and discern who they think you are by virtue of presentation. We all know what it looks like to see a man or a woman wear, having something wear them. And I think, you know, grandfather, um, Melbourne Cup Day, which I'm not personally a fan of, but anyhow, when you see unfortunately a lot of women by the end of the day clobbering around in heels that are uncomfortable and outfits that are too tight you, it, it, it distracts from the soul of the person within we're not seeing the real person as a result of how we show up 
I think it's incredible work for personal empowerment, whether it's personal, professional, it's useful for all of us. Yeah, you just hit on a point which I would call like masks. Yeah. And when, when we take ourselves and um, because there's nothing you've said before, which I entirely agree with, there's nothing wrong inherently with what we wear. It's just, is it congruent with us? Yeah. Or is it purely a mask? And if it's a mask, then the mask that we wear in our clothing are the same as when we stand in a conversation and we say something that isn't true to us, mm. or we don't say something, you know, or we, we want to say no when we, when we say yes. It's, it's whenever we're not true to ourselves. Right. And our clothing acts as a mask when we're not true to ourselves. Yeah. So let's go into, you said before that there were some gaps in your wardrobe. And my guess is the gaps are where we found the style essences, but I'll let you unfold that. Can we explore where those gaps were um, and what you learned most about yourself um, and brought up to your conscious awareness yeah. um, with, through your clothing in the session that we had? Got it. So I will never forget that, that, you know, you arrived, you created a very safe, um, yes, you were in my home, but you, you in my home, sitting on my bed in my room with my walk-in wardrobe, created a very safe space, yet you held a natural authority where I felt like you knew your stuff and we were going to achieve something. And so I went in with eyes and heart wide open but not expecting within maybe three minutes there to be tears of awareness. And I'm not suggesting to anyone listening or watching this that there's a guaranteed tears all the time. And it's not that it was a good or a bad thing, but it was an alchemic thing. It was a, no, there's a resonance to this. And there is a, a sifting and sorting and shedding and a celebrating that's about to occur. So that, that's kind of the overarching thing. Pretty swiftly. So we went through the survey and then I think you said to me, okay, go in the wardrobe and just take out all your, you know, your favorite things. And I, we, I, we just started to see the themes and the categories of my life of where I spend most of my time. And, uh, and then the gaps were, <laughs> and no coincidence, there was nothing to go on a sexy date with nothing. There was nothing for that felt, you know, like alluring goddess, sexual, sensual. And that's where I was with at my life. So at the time we did the session, I think it might've been after I'd separated. How was I, was I separated? At the yeah, time? you were. Yeah. Yes. So I was in a 21 year mar a relationship, a 20 year marriage. We both, I think maybe two years ago now decided to consciously complete our marriage. It was mutual. And part of my, I do to myself post separation was to do your workshop. So it was a gift to myself and uh, it just became so apparent that that romantic goddess, sexy woman in me had no place in the world through my clothes, which illuminated, well, I didn't go on sexy dates. I didn't go out with my husband. Um, and I was not nurturing and nourishing that archetype within me. And I, that's where the tears came because it was such an unexpressed part of me in my life and in my marriage towards the latter part of the years 
that it just, she didn't even have a place. She didn't even have an outfit to wear. She didn't exist. So that's what was illuminated. The parts of me that were in my heart of desire to be expressed and experienced had no place. Mm. That was very revealing. Yeah, I remember that very tender time. Yeah. Um, and it's I, and powerful. It's like, yeah, super powerful. Oh, crap. Okay. <laughs> and I often say to people, the wardrobe never lies. Mm. So, because it's aspects of ourselves, mm. our clothes are choices that we've made. Yeah. And they're aspects of ourselves that are just mirrored. So what we find in the wardrobe and the patterns that we find there, we find those same patterns in the rest of our lives. Yeah. And that's why it can be such a powerful tool mm. to mm, um, bring those patterns like up to our conscious awareness and then allow ourselves to take ourselves on a journey with those mm. so that we therefore take our lives on a journey with that as well. Mm. So, yeah, I, I love that. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. And I do remember, and sometimes it can feel like revealing and, you know, it's courageous to be able to go in there and do that mm. and to, to find those parts of ourselves yeah. that we've left, we've, we've not let go, but we've just buried. We've, we've buried. Yeah. And maybe we're not even aware we did. I wasn't aware. I knew she was in there. I knew she was dormant. I knew she felt asleep and unseen and uncelebrated. However, I was viewing that from what I wasn't receiving from the outside in, whether, you know, what my husband wasn't reflecting to me. And I wasn't clear about where I had abdicated responsibility for embodying my own innate qualities and gifts. And that's the other gift that I got in your workshop was, you know, when you notice a gap in your wardrobe, you're the one that actively, and it's not just, it's not about the clothes. It's about, they are an expression of you giving yourself permission to honor the aspects and facets of you. And so clearly I hadn't given myself permission or any space to reflect that aspect of myself. Hence she remained what felt like a genie in a bottle. You know, it's, um, it is a really common pattern that, um, I find in women and I was in there myself as yeah. well when I first started working with this work it was like oh my gosh yeah. like my date night wear um, and I was single at the time was simply it was like an extension of my work wear almost <laughs> I didn't actually have that part that that I and I I would say then that I didn't really know my feminine I I yeah. rewarded my masculine because I rewarded you know the 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 identity that I'd built up in workplaces and I had you know my um, I've always said my CV is very shiny and I you know I, I can hold a lot of authority in that workplace and so I gave my power to that yeah I mean in I my you. yeah I saw the same very masculine I've been very masculine most of my life and in my roles and in my wardrobe more pants than skirts or dresses that's for sure nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong, but not at the cost of the expression of the feminine. And it's interesting, you know, sometimes we try to compartmentalise, as, as it might sound like I just did, like the masculine goes to work and then the feminine goes out on dates. We need, we need the powerful feminine in workplaces. And like, on dates. 
<laughs> and the powerful masculine on Dave. On Dave. We need the whole yeah. of ourselves. Yes. Right? We really need to be, to bring the whole of ourselves into all areas because, and as far as work goes, it's like when you're up on stage, we need the full of you. Our feminine is the seat of creativity, the seat of innovation, the seat of inspiration. It's like, that's what we need through. And of course, the masculine, you know, our own internal masculine is fabulous for some roles in work as well. For me as a woman, I need far more of my feminine mm. punching out there, punching out there's wrong way of putting it, but really like really standing her ground out there and really standing up in her power yeah. to be able to really bring my own gifts to the world. Yeah. And I remember in your wardrobe, I can see, I don't know why, but I have memory for people's wardrobes and I can absolutely see yours as it was. And there was a lot of, in your work where there was a lot of structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there wasn't a lot of flow. And when originally, do you remember when you put on flow, it was almost like, I don't feel powerful. Yeah. But that, that and without our essences, and we won't go into the process of finding our essences sure, because yes. it'll take, too much of the podcast but let's jump to your essences yeah. of and what they were Woo! and I remember we both got giddy and had triple decker goosebumps <laughs> and that is because I believe it was a moment and this is the gift if you're listening to this and you're wondering what you can get out of it like I hope that you book yourself a session and I hope that you too have this experience but it was literally like beam me up Scotty a portal opened and I was like like the matrix was like okay all right what like a resonance what frequency there it is it's like yes okay I got it and I remember we both laughed, we cried, we were jumping up and down. We were like, you know, girls on the bed, whoa, just like, oh my God, that's it. And it became so obvious. So my essences are feminine flow, raunchy and edgy artisan. And so what that means for me is feminine flow is about fabric and movement and grace and space and a cascade. Uh, raunchy has an. Uh, Can you spell raunchy for the, yes, for the so audience? Raunchy, raunchy, right? Raunchy is capital R A W, little n, capital C H I, or Q I for chi. So there's a raw, like meaning earthy, natural, embodied, gritty, um, base chakra. Chi, which is energy and high frequency. There's a raunchy, there's a sexuality, a sensuality about it. That was dormant in myself and my wardrobe. And then the final piece is edgy artisan. And that's all the all this stuff that I like to wear that connects me to that goddess, that ancient archetype, that the handmade made talismans or crystals or cool fabric or asymmetrical stuff. And, and what I discovered, uh, and I even tuned in today, I'm like, am I embodied in my, cause oh, I'm going to tell a really quick story. Um, if I may about how, what happened when I wasn't in my style essences at a really important time. So we uncovered uh, these, these essences and I, I remember it like it was five minutes ago. I remember the, the pieces coming together 
the it, the solidness and my visceral and energetic experience of oh yes like that feels like me and then as I mentioned before I have the freedom to play with what percentage of what piece I use at what time but if I leave the house and I'm not in my style essences even to you know maybe one more than the other I don't feel right and I remember in the process of separating with my ex-husband, uh, we were having a settlement conversation and I'm in the car and I'd been, I'd worked and then I went and did a workout and I'm in the car and I'm still in my workout wear. And it wasn't my favourite workout where I was in a hurry and I got stuff on quickly. And as simple as I had three quarter leggings on and I'm driving to his house and I'm like, I don't feel right. And I, I, I ask myself, I don't feel on my power. And when we say power, it's not force power. It's just embodied truth, which, not, which means I'm vibrating at the frequency of my soul. And I, I, mean, I trust myself that when my mouth opens up, it's going to be my higher self and not my wounded child or my bruised ego or my seeking validation. That's for me what power is. And I was driving there, I was halfway there. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not in my power. I'm definitely not in my style essences. I turned around, I went home, I got changed. I walked out of there a different woman. And mm -hmm. I know for sure that influenced who I was, how I showed up, how articulate, clear and compelling and connected I was in our conversation about a significant piece of life. And, uh, yeah, it's like yes. I don't leave home without it. <laughs> <laughs> that's so beautiful. And, you know, that's, I mean, that's mastery, right? Yeah. That's mastery in, in, in going out and knowing and feeling that energetic vibration that says, I'm not right. No. What can I do about this? Like, what do I need to do? And just knowing, turn the car around and go and embody that because I will embody my essences. Correct. And I mean, I, I do think that that's mastery in having that awareness and going back and, and actually taking action hmm. through it and then feeling what that feels like afterwards. Yeah. So I love that. I totally love that. Yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. And it was instant. It was just like, oh, God, girl, what? Yeah. Don't even it know. makes a massive difference, doesn't it? Yeah. Massive difference. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's more than, as you've said a few times, it's not even about the clothes. It's about how to embody your essences mm -hmm. and all three of them in the one outfit because it's, it is, I often, um, you know, do this thing called boom. It's like, it's like we plug in yeah. to our own current, our own charge. And, I mean, we're all here as, our, as individualized expressions of the co collective consciousness and yeah. we have our own charge. Exactly. And that's where it doesn't, and it never made, especially towards um, when I was in my last roles, few roles in the industry, it disturbed me that we would put out collections that were meant to be for everyone. And it's like, we need to be really mindful as consumers. What is right for me? Yeah, who is and and who is this for? As correct as actors, yeah. Correct. It's like we really need to come back to ourselves and take that power back. Yeah. And only when we start doing that will we really start to, you know, feel that sense of creativity in ourselves. Yeah. And creativity is our birthright. Yeah. People, you know, it's it's like people will often say to me, "Well, I'm not a creative being." 
with your style essences, would you agree? You don't have to have, you don't have to be a fashion guru. You don't have to have this massive creativity. Your creativity will actually come out through your essences. You know, people. Yeah, it does a hundred percent. And that's the, that's one of the major benefits is you get this energetic, esoteric expression of yourself and then in a more practical magic on earth in the real world benefits for me and i've said this before in my testimonial you save a hell of a lot of time when shopping because you know exactly what to look for and you're just like you're like like a ninja you're a fashion ninja (laughs) you save a hell of a lot of money because you're not you know what I was in a store the other day and there was this dress that was, oh my God, phenomenal. It was too small for me. And I almost, I I nearly bought it because I'm like, I'll buy buy that for when I lose the eight kilos or whatever. And and it was divine and it definitely ticked my essences. And then I'm like, okay, you know what? No, like, you, this is where you are now, honour where you are now. You could buy it as inspiration, but I knew where I was at at that time, the dress would have reflected what I'm not versus what I am, and that would have made me feel in conflict with myself. It wouldn't have occurred as a, ah, move towards this, and when you fit this, you've arrived. It's like, no, 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 actually, no. It's not about what we do now that influences what we have so we can be happy and embodied and confident and fulfilled. It's who am I being now that will influence what I do or don't do, which will completely produce the results I have or don't have. So it helps me absolutely save a lot of time and money to be very, very clear in what I want and um, makes a whole shopping experience really enjoyable. And so I, I know exact, and I, now I know exactly where to go for which essence. And mm. it just makes me feel more, you know, empowered and on purpose. Beautiful. What I found in my wardrobe, and I'd be interested to hear if you feel the same, is I keep things in my wardrobe for a lot longer because Mine, I mean, I've had things in there. I've been working with my essences without even knowing that. I've had things in my wardrobe since the 80s, believe it or not. Wow. I've still got a couple of things and I, I still wear. Wow. Right? Yep. Yeah, they're amazing. I've got a velvet dress and I've also got a long gold pleat skirt. And it's like they're in perfect nick because I buy what's really, I find, like think about, if we really love what we've bought, if it's attuned to who we really are, mm-hmm. we tend to it. We mm-hmm. care for it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like our it's like our friends and our friendships yes. and our relationships. Oh, you don't know? you have those pieces where you're just like, oh, it's just like a love <laughs> affair? You're just like, oh, yes, I love you. You love me. We work. We sing. We rock. Don't you have Absolutely. those? Absolutely. And I love that. And our whole wardrobe should be like that. So every morning when we open our wardrobe, that we feel this sense of it's like a joyous reunion each morning. And what what you're speaking to now, Sarah, illuminates to me another thing that I realised for myself in doing your workshop was this, or my my one-on-one session. I realised, and this will resonate with you that are listening, I'm sure, I'm sure of this. I realised where or how much in my life the, it doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, 
and here you'll remember this one so I, I realized it does the where in my world it doesn't matter it doesn't matter mm. equaled I don't matter I don't yeah. it doesn't matter I don't matter number one number two do you do you remember saying to me Tanja where's your full-length mirror and I'm like oh yeah I don't have one you're like in, mm, interesting I'm like yeah. Ooh, yes I have a big mirror in my ensuite, but I could never see the full picture. And, you know, and the psych and so we unearthed also the psychology behind that and my stories and insecurities around that. And it was just so beautifully revealing in a very, you know, delicate but unavoidable way of, wow, where are you hiding? Where are you, it doesn't mattering? Where are you, that'll doing? And where are you, just dormant? Mm. And what are the physical, mental, emotional and spiritual aspects of that? And how can bringing consciousness to your self-expression through your clothes reveal the heart of who you are and give you permission to just be you? Mm. And it is beyond the superficial, it isn't about the fabric externally. It's a representation and a mirror of the internal fabric of us. That's absolutely right. And I'd like to just touch on something else because the mirror reminded me, and thanks for bringing that story, I do remember that. Yeah. And I was actually with a client last week who also didn't have a mirror mm. um, and some similar patterns, actually. And it is that part around... Often what happens is we have some kind of battle with whether it be our body, what we look like, and always our battles with our body and what we look like is, is always these self-imposed um, restrictions or self-imposed ideas of what we need to look like according to everybody else. Yeah, it's, it's never, it, it makes no difference what our body is. That's what I've found over the last decade. It doesn't matter whether we're sub-zero. It doesn't matter whether we're sizes in, our, in, our, in the teens, in the 20s. The, basically, the dialogue is very similar, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, and often I think that we come to a point where we think if we don't, if we don't, look at things that bring us mm, some um, unsettlement on the inside, then we can just keep going. But not looking at something is as much of a, a um, message to our subconscious as looking at something. Mm. And it's really allowing the I don't matter piece it's like we do matter and we're here in physical form and what I love about um wearing your worth is we go under so any kind of insecurities that we have are are in there in the realm of more of our egoic agendas and that let's not make that right or wrong it's just where they are and when we come into who we really are we come into a different space of us and in that space, there is no judgment. In their space, there is reunification with the heart and soul of who we are. Mm. And so we find that joy. Mm. And that's who, that's who we get to then take out yeah. into the world. And for me, I think the opportunity is to give ourselves 
full permission to be mm. fully self-expressed. We know what it's like to rock an outfit or to embody a dress that makes our own head turn, let alone anybody else. And you are just like, you're just alive and electric and palpable. And it's not the dress. I remember buying a dress recently. That's not something I usually would. It's like, like bright blue. <laughs> it looks like some Grecian number. <laughs> And, but the flow and the fabric and it's this God, but it's really like you cannot hide in this dress. And I was, I was in the fitting room for ages deciding that or the, the bone one. And when I put the bone one, I felt more kind of subdued and less obvious. But when I put this blue one, I'm like, that's like, that's challenging me. And I felt excited. Anyway, when I wore it, the first day I wore it, I was just like, I felt like a lighthouse. I felt so alive and I was broadcasting so much energy, mm. which was being reciprocated. That is not why I bought it. I'm very conscious that I don't dress to seek validation of others. That's for me, inauthentic dressing. I dress to impress me and fulfill me and express me. I don't dress to impress others. Uh, I've tried that. It doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we, le we leave ourselves when we do that. Yeah. You know, because we all of our thoughts are on the external and we can't have them on the external and the internal at the same time. Like one, one track costs the track of another. Correct. And so it's really about having, having that sense of how do I feel in this and what anyone else says about that. I've, it's, it's interesting because often when people have done um, sessions or courses, I'll get these fabulous messages that says, I can't believe it, but someone chased me around the supermarket today to tell me how fabulous I looked. Uh -huh. I like, yeah. Got it. Yes. And yes. often this isn't even new clothing. No. This is clothing from their wardrobe that, that they've put together slightly differently. Yeah. And sometimes only ever slightly differently. And because they have such an awareness that they're embodying, because it okay. sounds like that beautiful, flowing, you know, bright blue dress has edgy artisan has yes. raunchy and yes. has feminine flow in it. All of it. And when you hit that, it's like it's a, it is electrifying because it, it charges. I had one woman go into work that she said, I wore the same outfit. I just shifted some accessories around. Yes. And before she'd been feeling really mm, like nullified mm -hmm. in her clothes and when she went in knowing her essences and putting them together, like same wardrobe, but putting them together differently. She said, she wrote to me that afternoon and said, I don't understand what's happening, but three people came and said to me, Oh my God, I don't know what it is about you today. You look amazing. Yeah. And it's because she was actually embodying the energy. Within she felt her mm. Yeah. And she felt extraordinary because she had, it's a reconnection tool. Like I think we should make every morning a personal victory for our authentic self because we deserve nothing less. And one day we're going to be dust. So yes, we've got to be a technicolor <laughs> dream coat of ourselves while we're here. It's crazy <sighs> that we don't give ourselves permission to be fully self-expressed and clothes, you know, is like a human agreement that we have. We wear them while we're on earth. You can try walking around without them, but why would, why would we not gift ourselves the opportunity to be a divine expression of our innate 
essence. Why would it? Absolutely. And so before we wrap up and you shared, I, I want to thank you because your openness is so beautiful and it's a gift because we've been able to like track through some of your challenges through to some of your victories as well mm -hmm. and, and where you're at now. Mm. I'd love to because I know and because I'm privy to your life as well, I know that there's been some changes in your life over the last mm. 12 months or so. Mm. Can we talk about a couple of those, like what, what has shifted in your life just so we can hear that well there's a whole lot more sexy stuff in my wardrobe <laughs> honey <laughs> there's that. sexy lingerie there's sexy date night stuff because I have uh you know as a result of honoring my truth and consciously completing that which is not in alignment with my soul uh I surprisingly have manifested a divine yummy man who, um, yeah, is very much fulfilling aspects of me. And here's, here's the message that I get. It wasn't for those that are listening, he arrived and he's reflecting my dormant aspects of me. It's I arrived, I started projecting those things and then I attracted him as by virtue of who I was being. That's happened. And also my work, uh, I was very compartmentalized in my work, very successful in my work and, and achieving incredible growth and trajectory in an industry I had no experience in. However, I still felt like I was compartmentalizing and I, Sarah, battled for years because I'm a corporate hippie or a, a business boho or, a, you know, an entrepreneurial um, medicine woman and I was trying to be just this or that and I didn't think it was appropriate to merge and the other thing that's come through of the last 12 months is giving myself permission to be a full holograph of who I am not just a, a slice be the full vis vision of myself and not compartmentalize and every year I choose a word which becomes a virtue by which I live in and create from and this year is fulfillment actually fulfilling my desires and fulfilling my word and fulfilling the outcomes it takes to have my dreams be a reality which feels really beautiful and, mm. and holistic. So my life is way more fulfilling from the inside out and I'm, I'm no longer dormant and dead in key areas that were affecting my life force and life source, my health, my vitality and self-expression, self-love, self-worth, self-expression. So you know, it's, uh, it's been an incredible 12 months wardrobe. The session with you was part of it. And then a, a whole bunch of other work, but no doubt, no doubt the work that you do and wearing your worth is exactly as it says. And my desire to you that are listening is that you give yourself permission to get acquainted with your deep, deep, personal value and you choose to express yourself and your worth 
on the outside as much as the inside so you can be a full expression of who you are. That means you get a better life experience and the world gets the truest essence of you, which I think becomes a better world as a result. Mm, that's really beautiful and such a lovely place to wrap up this conversation. I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> <laughs> really, I could. And I'm, I'm looking for a place to say, okay. And I think we just found it. Um, you're an absolute powerhouse. Uh, really a powerhouse from the inside out. And I love that about you. We'll put your contact details in um, the script of the of the podcast um i guess your website if people want to find out more about you is that best place to go or insta yeah, yeah they can i'd go to insta it's the same thing the tangeli website is having a facelift at the moment inside of the okay. fulfillment Beautiful. my work is transforming into a, a higher realm uh so but yeah you can just go the tangeli i'm very active on insta if you dm me i'll respond so yeah, thanks for the opportunity, Sarah. Right. And thank you. You know, I know you're my friend and I know we we talk outside of these kind of formal times. I just want you to know your work is a profound contribution and it's incredibly worthwhile. And I wish for everyone to have the chance to invest in themselves and, and do the work because, yeah, it's transformational. Well, that's so beautiful. Thank you. And I value I really value your friendship. I value your presence here on this planet. I really do. And I'm so glad because I actually hadn't met you before wearing your words. I so I am so glad that, that it was this work that brought us together. Yeah. And yeah, you, you really are an incredible human being. Mirror, mirror, right back at you, beautiful. And thank you, my sister, Lael, for making this happen. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much, Tanja. And um, thanks, everyone, for listening. And I will hear, for, hear you next time. Or you'll hear me next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me. Want tips and insights between episodes? Follow me on Instagram at wearingyourworth and find out about further training and learn more at wearingyourworth.com.